you should not plan. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. You have those books on your phone. Alright. Having faith doesn't erase planning from your life. The Bible speaking talks about the truth that we have the mind of Christ. And if you have the mind of Christ, it means that, uh, my God, you should think just like Christ thinks. But it's funny how a lot of people think not in the way of Christ. I was speaking with someone and the person was saying, ah, I wish God would bless me and do this. And I, I said this, I said, listen, um, God has given us enough for us to fulfill destiny. To fulfill purpose so much that if we do not fulfill purpose it will not be a blame on God's part but a blame on your part and my part now God gave you Jesus Christ to die for you from the Old Testament he gave us prophets all right Jesus came he gave us a son for God so loved the world that he gave only the only begotten son he ever had and that son Counted not, you know, as, as a big deal that he came and submitted his own life for your sake and my sake. Now, not just that Jesus living said, I have to go so that I can send you the comforter. Now, through Jesus, we receive the grace of God, we receive salvation by faith in him, all right? Now, not just that, when you receive Jesus, it deals with every one of us with a level of a measure of faith. Not just that. He puts in us the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, the symbol of God. The Bible says, God came down, the earth was without form, and the Spirit of God was over and over the surface of the earth, right? Of the day. Now, it symbolizes the presence of God. The Spirit of God, the presence of God. How God anointed Jesus, Acts chapter 10, verse 38, who went about doing good, healing all that were put of devil. For God was with him. So the anointing of the Spirit of God upon Jesus with the Holy Ghost and power was an evidence of the presence of God with him. You see, you understand, we're going to get there tonight. When Moses was praying, he got to a point in Exodus 33. He told God, Lord, do not let us go except your presence go with us. It's a risk to run the race of life without God's presence in your life. You never know how weak you can be and how weak you are until you lose the presence of God. Until God took the kingdom away from Saul, who was still king, ordained by God. But then God came and said, you did this, I'm going to take the throne from you. And then the name was changed. It could have been Jesus, the son of Saul, but now it became Jesus, the son of David. And God took the throne, took his seat, took his presence, and gave it to a young lad, a bush boy, a shepherd boy, who didn't look fit for kingship. But that's the beauty about God. It's not about how tall you are. It's not about how much you are, how big you are. It's about the love of God upon you. And for God so loved the whole world that he gave his only begotten son. So it means God doesn't just love me. He loves you, he loves me, he loves him, he loves everybody. I ever mean. Why? The Bible says God is love. Which means what you do or do not do does not change God from being God. 
Because that's the nature of God. It's just love. And out of the love of God is the fact where he chastises his children when they want to go, of course, or disobey him. So I told her, I said, listen, God has given us so much that if we do not fulfill purpose, it will not be a blame on God's side, on God's part, but a blame on our part. Because of ignorance, laziness, lack of planning, and many other things. The Bible speaking says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And Moses was still praying to God that he may know God. Paul praying, say, that I may know you and the power of thy resurrection. You know, Paul was not a little boy at that time when he was praying that prayer. You need to get to the point where you become a genuine seeker of God. Hallelujah. Amen. There is no man who is an island of knowledge. There is no point you ever get to that you say, oh, I don't need God again. I already know all of God. Because the ways of God are unsearchable. They are farther from the ways of men as heaven is to the earth. So you cannot know all of God because you keep knowing. The Bible says his, his blessings, they are new every morning. So it means he does new things every day that you do not know before. Now that's serious. Bible says that eyes have not seen, ears have not heard, neither has it come into the heart of man. He does not enter the heart of any man. The things that God will do for them, all loving. Now, so it means eyes have not seen some things yet that God will do for you and you and you who love God. It means ears have not heard some things yet that God will do to you and to you that love Him. It means it has not even entered the thoughts of any man. No man has thought about it yet. The things that God will do for you and do for me because we love Him. So it means the Bible says in the book, the Bible speaking says that the part of a just man is what? Is that the shining light. And that light shines brighter, better and better until the perfect day. So it means every believer who believes in Jesus is given to shine day by day. So it means whether you shine yesterday, your light today was greater than that of yesterday. He said, we are the light of the world. Speaking to all of us believers, you, me, you, 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 we are all light of the world. Now he says, the just is to shine better and brighter and better and brighter until the perfect day. Now it means there is a light in you that must shine daily. No one lights a lamp and heats it. No. He puts it on the lamp so that everyone that comes in can see the light. Now the light is not just going to benefit you or you alone. The light will benefit everyone that comes into the house. So everything is the light. Is that in him there is no darkness. And that light is the light that lighted every man that comes into the world. So that light of Jesus is sufficient to light the whole world. And that light is inside of you. Now that's serious. John chapter 1 speaking in verse 4 says, In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And that light, in verse 5, shines in darkness, and no darkness can comprehend that light. So every believer is actually ordained to be shining better and better daily. It means your glory yesterday should not be anything compared to that of today. That's why Jesus never rejoiced over any testimony in the past. Not just the Bible. 
there was no time you said, oh, I hate somebody yesterday, oh, I hate that. No, it shows that you are, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are the one that is carrying over that. Jesus pressed for he, he never sat on any miracle he did yesterday. Find out in the Bible. When he raised Lazarus, he didn't sit and say, oh yeah, time to be raised today. And start telling you, I raised today yesterday. No, 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 no. No miracles did he come. Every blessed day. That's the way your life has been ordained to be. That's the way my life has been ordained to be. I am ordained to shine daily, not just yesterday. Many believers enjoy to brag on the things God did in life two years ago. Come on! Jesus never did that. Did you ever hear Jesus talk about the story of when he was in, in, in uh, a little boy in the father's house? Did you hear him talk about how he turned water to wine in the father's house? Ever since the Bible mentioned it. The mother said, whatever it says to you, do it. Why? She knew he's the son of God. She knew he had done some things in the house in the before. <laughs> that all you will need to do is just obey what he says to you. She knew. The brothers came to him and said, go and show yourself now. Jesus, he said, it's not your time. It's not my time yet. They knew him, he had the power. They knew already. They knew Did you ever hear from the mouth of Jesus? Did you see miracles in the father's house? Did you see the miracle? No. Because he understands that the blessings of God are new every morning. Listen, God's blessing for you is new every day. That's why you can't afford to miss it. There's a word of God coming to you today. He said, you are here, you are looking for a big plan of your life. Ah, God, come and show me what will happen to me. <laughs> Everything that will happen. God says, you need to trust to follow me day by day. It's what the Bible says. Goodness. And mercy shall what? Follow me all the days. It didn't say just yesterday. No. That's the problem. Many believers don't understand that they are actually ordained to shine every day. That's why when you come into the academic world, from your nursery school, from your kindergarten, northern school, you enter primary school. Except you are you fail. You are not supposed to repeat the class. Is it not true? Now, can you come to university and go back to primary school? No, no, you don't do that. Now, from the primary school, you enter your secondary school, complete your high grade, your college, whatever, and then you enter the university, isn't it? Now, when you're done with that, what do you do? You don't go back and take the university, except you want to read another degree. You keep going. You pursue your master's. From there, what happens? You pursue your PhD. From there, you pursue professorship. And you just keep going like that. Now, that's the way you are ordained to grow. From glory to glory. Now, you can't compare the pay in academic section, in academic um, in, um, setting. You can't compare the pay of a professor to that of an undergraduate. It can't be possible in academic. Have you ever heard that? That yeah, an undergraduate is any more than a professor? I don't think so. I've not heard that myself. So it means that you are supposed to be growing from level to level. You should be angry at stagnancy. That's not the will of God for me and you. God wants me to improve daily. I made a, 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 a dedication while I was in undergrad then. Lord, listen to me. I made a dedication to learn something new every day. The reason many are the same, no fresh lights, is because they are sitting on the revelation they had two days ago. Now God is saying that. To me, no joking. Every day, revelation. You see, you need to get that. This word, looking to Joshua, Joshua 1 verse 8. This word, this book of law, shall not depart from your mouth. Isn't it? What is it saying? 
day and night, you shall do what? Meditate. The reason you are not succeeding. Let me please show you. The fruit of planning is success in management. Have you heard that from nowhere? The success in what? Management. I'm just going to skip some little things so that we can quickly run up. The fruit of adequate planning is success in management. The major problem of man is management. Many people are wasters. Improper management of time, of energy, of life, of resources. Man, people just waste away because they are they are, they are they are weak managers. And he said to him, Joshua chapter 1, verse 5. Can you open your Bible if you have one with you? Joshua 1, verse 5. The Bible is speaking and saying to Joshua. So listen to me, Joshua. <laughs> Son of God. Yeah, it's true. I'm giving you a ministry. Yes, I'm giving you a calling. You know what the Bible says? It says, Take heed. Take heed. So that you will fulfill your ministry. Take heed. There's what to do. Can I say, can you say there's what to do? Yeah. There is what I must do that produces what you become. There's what to do. If you don't come to Jesus, receive him, you can never be empowered as the son of God. The Bible says in Romans chapter 1, verse 12, as many that receive him, to them gave him power to become what? The sons of God, even they that believe him. Like, until I come to Jesus and receive Jesus, I can never be empowered as the son of God. That's no heresy. That's the word of God. Blue, black. I mean, white and black. Pure like that. Plain. You can never be called a son of God. Now, don't forget, Jesus is the son of God. For you and I, we are sons of God. So, you are a son. I'm a son. You are a son. You are a son. You are a son. But Jesus is the son. Because he is the way God in me. So, one of the ways God can bring people to God, Jesus can bring people to God, is through you. Because you are now a way. You know what I am the light of the world. When was he said, he said what? Matthew 5, verse 14. He said, You are the what? Light of the world. What did he do? He put himself in you. In you. Networking. What a wisdom of God. In you. In you. Wherever you are, if you're an abroad, shine the light of God. I'm in Nigeria, shine the light of God. Wherever you are, in your room, your room everywhere, shine the light of God. So you are the light of God here. I'm the light of God here. Do you understand that? So we call our light, and God is called the Father of Light. What does that say? Say you, we are light. You are light. You are light. You are light. I'm in light. You are light. You are light. You are light. So God is the Father of all light. He is the Father of all of us. So when we come to God, we are empowered to become sons of God. So everything Jesus can do, you can do. Why? As he is the son of God, I am the son of God, and so are you. Now the Bible speaking says, as he is in heaven, what does it say? So are we, or what? In this earth. In this earth, in heaven. So God told me, he said, I There is no healing in the earth of the blind in heaven. I said, what do you mean? There's no reason the dead in heaven. I said, what do you mean? He said, listen, every anointing I ever give you is for you to use on them. 
Once time is gone, that's all. That's all. You, you can't you can't go and read that in heaven. In fact, you can't preach in heaven. Did you know that? You can't preach someone in heaven. Do you know? Do you know? That man, Lazarus and that man, the rich man, he said, Abraham, let me go back. Listen, you can't go back. <laughs> time is not ready. Why? It is given for man to die once and ever after that is what? Judgment. Say, Lord, I refuse to waste my life. Please don't try to mean it. I refuse to waste my destiny. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. Can you read that? Joshua 1, verse 8. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8. You book of love shall not depart out of the mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may be careful to do according to all that is written in it. For then you shall make your way. Good and then good we subject. shall have good, good subjects. Now, what was the secret that God gave to Joshua for prosperity and for good success? What was the secret? One is what? The book, the word of God, should not depart from your mouth. You see, the really many people are doing is what they keep speaking trouble to themselves. God came, and there was that. What did God do? The first thing he did was what? Let their life. And what happened? God saw. Did you not see? So everything God spoke, God saw. Listen to me. Every word you speak, one day you will hear it. Because those words are sealed. And one day you take root and germinate. Keep speaking negativity in your life. You will see it in your life. Play blue black. Plainly in your life. Manifest. Keep speaking, you can't do it. Ah, you're a failure. You will, be, you will remain a failure. That's the problem. You will remain what? A failure. Did you ever hear Jesus say he's a failure? Did you ever hear Jesus say he's a failure? What did Jesus say? He said, I am the life. That's why he got to give you life. That's why they hated him. He was not speaking like them. I'm the life. They were like, what do you mean? He never said he's worried. He said, don't worry. Don't worry about me tomorrow. Tomorrow we are being said. Every human being, every Jew worries about tomorrow. And they worry. So they were so what do you don't worry about tomorrow? Who are you to say that? He said, I'm the living water. I, if you know who is it that asked you for water, you would have given because I would have given you water. I'm able to give you what the living water. He said, What would be this for? <laughs> what be this for? He said, I am the bread of life. What? Jesus never said he's a failure. He never said he's stupid. He never said he's foolish. The reason you will remain a foolish person is because you keep saying you are foolish. Don't let the opinion of others become your confession for your own life. Please, take notice. Let not the opinion of others become your own personal conviction and confession. Listen, let the book of God, the word of God, be your conviction and your personal confession. Let the book not the mouth of their mouth. It didn't say just from your heart or from your bed. From your mouth, speak the word. Because it's the soul of the spirit. Speak it. Not just depart from your bed. You know, they put your Bible on your bed and say, oh, I see some driver. They put their Bible in front of their, their car. I think the Bible is just come back to the table. Rubbish. The Bible is wet, dry, and they won't sharp. Have you seen people that have sharp before? The Bible is sharp there. They never open it. And you see the motto, the glass has broken like this one part of the Because the Bible won't stop you from having accident. It's the word of God in here on your mouth that will stop the accident. Not just where you put the Bible. Uh -huh. 
They are books over the same Bible now that when thief comes, they rob the place. Rob the Bible. They don't make any difference. Hallelujah. They don't make any difference. Keep the Bible. Yes, nothing will change. Nothing will change. Because the world is not just there. Somebody prepared that book for you. Listen, it only becomes life. Then you speak the word becomes life. Let the book, let the life not depart from your mouth. Will you decide to speak life from today? We don't decide to speak the word of God from today. Jesus never said he's a foolish boy. He never said he's a king. When they asked him, are you the king? What did he say? They asked him, are you the king? They asked him, are you the king? Are you the king? Are you the king? They brought him before the end. They brought him before the king. And they questioned this guy for us. We want to kill him. He said, I found nothing in this man. He asked him, are you the one? Are you the king? What did he say? I am. I am. You spoke right. I am. That's who I am. He never denied being the king. He said, you have redeemed kings as kings and as priests to reign unto our God. They asked you, are you a king? I said, that's not God is the father. You are royalty. Come on, I'm saying. I'm saying. You are a point to the Lord. Mama was scared to be your door walk up. Don't wear scared like a sloth. You are a queen. Queens, go and check the life of Queen Elizabeth. Go and read about the princes and the queens and, and the princesses of the queens in England. Check their life. They don't dress anyhow. They have a mentality different from that of everybody. They train them to be kings, to be priests, to be queens. They train them from their childhood. If I heard that, when they, then they gave birth in royalty, the queen doesn't even breastfeed the baby. Or even take care of them. No, there are people that are ordained for that. That's their job and their work life. Just like we have, you have a Baba That's their own work to do. They have to train the children in the way of kings. They begin to call them, my Lord. And now let them be calling you, my Lord. He pray whatever you tell you for. That's why you see the place. It's not thinking like a normal grounded Nigerian. Come on. Think like your father. Speak. You have the mind of Christ, my God. Say hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Yes, sir. From today, when you sit and say, don't go and hide. Jesus never referred any case to anybody. Did you know that? When there was a possibility, what did he do? Break into him. That's what I suggest for the head of the Now, speak like that first. You don't speak like that if you will not see it. You want to have good socket on the prosper? Learn to do what? To speak. This word, let it not depart from your I didn't say just from your heart. No, in your mouth. Psalm 1, verse 2. Psalm 1, verse 2. Psalm 1, verse 2. This book, this book. I pray that the Lord will touch your heart today. And that you will be here of this word and do us of it. This book, quickly. Psalm 1, verse 2. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. Uh-huh. On his law, in the same day and night. On his law, on his law, what? Day and night. What will happen to him, verse 3? He is like a tree planted by the tree of the water. Hallelujah. That he is put in his season. Hallelujah. He does not wither. Hallelujah. All that he has done for her. All that he does. All that he doeth prospers. Do you see? What kind of man? A man that meditates in the law day and night. You are meant to shine every day. Listen, the same way you are meant to feed the world, 
Meditate on the word every day. Do you want to shine daily? Speak the word daily. Not just say the word daily. Speak the word daily. Wake up in the morning. 12 a.m. 1 a.m. 2 a.m. Enter with in the name of Jesus. Goodness and mercy shall follow you today. If goodness doesn't follow you that day, the word of God is a lie. And God is not the one that is a lie. I do that. Today I am redeemed for signs and wonders. It will go. This is not religion. This is what God will say to you. Meditate in the word of God. Like day and night. You read it only in the morning. You say, oh, thank you, Jesus. I read my Bible today. One verse. One chapter. You one verse. Then go out here. You say, you want to pray. Only one you need to pray. Lord, I'm going to go with me. Lord, let me go with you. I'm coming back to pray. You just pray. If you don't even talk to God again. You don't talk to God again. You just say, oh, you come back. Oh, thank God for today. Hallelujah. God said, how will you hear God? I'm speaking, are you talking back? How can I hear you? <laughs> because I'm not giving you time to speak back. Now, if I ask you, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? And your love. Hallelujah. Now, did I hear her or not? Yeah. Your problem is you never ask God. That's why you never hear me. Every time you're talking, oh, look, eh, the, 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 the session in the country, eh, you're bothering the people of Israel in the wilderness. What happened to them? He killed all of them. So, I've given you the land. Papa says, what did they do? They said, they are giants. You know what he said? He said, they are giants in our own eyes. So, he said, we are as grasshoppers in their eyes. And so we are in their eyes. Because you saw yourself as a grasshopper in their eyes, you actually became a grasshopper in reality. Because as a man thinks, so is what he Come on, think of God. Nothing shall be impossible with God. In our sense, to him that believes, nothing shall be impossible. Come on, there's nothing God can do. It's not too late for the death and life came back. Come on, man. That's really You hear testimony. Amen. Actually, you hear testimony, but we have testimony already for you. For you hear. Slide. Whoever fails to plan, has planned to work. What is the fruit of plan? Listen, if you note that statement, you find out that in both of the two parts of the sentence, there is plan, there is plan, there is fail, there is fail. Whoever failed to plan, fail and plan is there. Has planned to fail, plan and work, fail. So the first thing is whoever failed to plan, what comes before? As what? Planned to fail. Now, if you refuse to begin from the beginning, you move from the beginning to the ending. From the end to the beginning. If you refuse to plan, if you fail to plan, it means you have planned to fail already. So if you fail to enter this place, although you should be here, you are going to go back from here back to failure. Although you are ordained to be here to succeed. You are moving back right to what? Failure. That came like to see. Now, if whoever fails to plan has already planned to fail, do you know that's the choice? Mm -hmm. Do you know that's the choice? That's the choice. The life and death are things before you. You still wait. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. What does it mean? If you actually plan, you are planned to what? Succeed. If you fail to plan, you fail. What happens? It means if you plan, you will not fail. Does it make sense? 
if you fail to plant, from failure you move to what? <laughs> you, you, if you fail to plant, you fail already. What happens to you? You have planned to fail. What if you now plant? It means your answer, the end product cannot be failure again. What happens? Success. Success is said to be measurable. The same way failure is measurable. I'm going to give you just a few, few lights. Isaac, in Genesis 27, decided to bless Esau. I'm just going to break the story so that we can quickly go. Decided to bless Esau. You know what happened? And they went ahead. You know what he did? He brought a plan. You mm! never thought that was a plan. Do you know Esau also had a plan? You know that? If you have to go and kill me in the bush, imagine I want to bless you now. You now enter bush. What you never know whether you find it or not. <laughs> that was stupid anyway. That was a very weak plan. <laughs> Did you think so? That's what? That's actually a plan, but a weak one. It's, it was a plan. Life is all about decisions and choices. Life and that appeals for you. Choose what? Life. But people also choose death. It's free of death. He said that life and death is involved in God. So you can either speak life or speak what? Death. It's your choice. Now, whether you speak life or speak death, that's your choice. Any of the two, you pick, there are two ways. Anyone you pick is your way. You can either speak failure or speak success. You can either fail to plan and fail or plan and succeed, which is your choice. And the man has said, Come, let's give me, let me give you the wisdom of an elderly person. Esau may have not been able to get the meat. But the mother knew the kind of food the husband liked because she is the wife. She made it, gave him, look at, look at God. See brain. You see, many of you, you struggle with us. Be like Esau. Be like Jacob, sorry. Be like what? <laughs> you know what management people demand from people demand management to do? They demand it as getting work done through other people. You get the work done through other people. You don't have to struggle over it. Manager, what the manager do? The manager actually work. I'm not even know about managers. They don't really work. What do they do? They sign paper. They sign check. They come and manage you. They manage your destiny. Now this is what you should do. So Esau, Jacob managed Rebecca. He said, I will cook the food for you. Now, the blessing was for Esau. But Jacob took advantage of the mother. She made the food, gave it to him, and he served it. Now, she also prepared the skin for him to use. Management. Success. Management. Success. Management. May your eyes be open to that. What did this do? Now only me, I will work. Always better than one, except both of them are foolish. What does it Two eggs are always better than one, except what? Both of them are stupid. If they are not stupid, the two should be better than one. Why? One will say the thousand. Two will say what? Ten thousand. So two eggs are ordained to be better than one, except both of them are foolish. So it's conditional. <laughs> you can have two big brains, two big eggs like this, with foolishness in there. And I have small head like my head, like this, with wisdom in them. When I come and I speak, I tell them, you can't even combine their two knowledge. It's nothing to what I say. Why? 
No, he no issue. Only this one. He's exhibiting that to you. Shining brighter and better. I mean, larger and wider. No job is ready for Oh, God! Me? My own is in the spirit. You don't know that we enlarge my foot. Quickly, I'll go round up. Let me just give you this. I want to know this Bible verse, this chapter. Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 1 to 23. Something happened in the life of Moses. Moses called the people of Israel and said, God has given us the land of problem. He said, Now select men among you to be heirs. Select men. Among you. These guys were many. Even when they pray for them, they're going to be included. They are many. Millions of people. Not only one man can do many other people. And what is going to do? And I'm not going to read the book. Read it when you get on this. Take note of it. Deuteronomy chapter 1, from verse 1 to 23. You see there. Moses said, Select men. Evil men. They are supposed to do it too. They select dickens among the people. He said, we shall not give ourselves to serving of people. No, 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 that's not good. He said, we give ourselves to what? Prayer and the ministry of the word. So let us select men to do the dividing of the people. Are you following me? Even in church, they apply the wisdom. Why would you do the same thing? In churches now, mega churches, you see them, they call it own self. They divide the church to what? Into self. Into unit. Hallelujah. Amen. Not everybody may be able to go to Kenanon. So there are other branches in your village and my village. Are you following me? Yes, sir. What did Microsoft do? What did it do? Microsoft brought a product and distributed it to the whole world. So that when you own your laptop, you still make the thing. So it's making money from you. You see, the little thing that what they did was this. Made the product and gave every one of you in Nigeria. Then it makes a little penny from you, from you, from you. Now you count five naira, five naira, five naira, five naira, five naira, five naira, five naira. And count, let's say, one million people. But the right. You are rich, baby. You are what? You are rich. But the right. And then you are doing that consecutively, continuously. You are what? Please take big and take money. You don't have to die. Use your brain and take advantage of it. Today I wanted to eat. I, could, I cannot come and go and die. I caught somebody. The person brought me Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> That's why they tell you, order your food, they do the delivery for you. Have you heard that? Are people not doing it? You pay, you get your time. Praise God. I said, Christopher said, planning is winning. Just like breathing is living. Listen, if you can think enough, what you have is enough. And I said this, I want you to take note of it. Adequate planning is the mother of adequate and effective management. Every adequate plan produces adequate management of resources. They say, give me the plan of the building. So every building has what we call plan. There's plan for the building. Why would you not have a plan for your life? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Whatever is not well managed, 
I said, we be well mismanaged. Whatever is not properly managed, we be properly mismanaged. Take note of this. Take note of this. Every farmer understands the season of farming. And once the farmer misses that season, what happens? He has to wait for the next season. You can't afford to miss your season in life. The Bible speaking in Psalm 1 says, He shall bear his fruit in what? In due season. Yes, 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 if you meditate on the word of God, and speak the word of God. Apply the wisdom of the word of God. Be ye not God, but hear not hear the but do unto the word of God. The fruit of planning produces to you adequate success in management. And the Bible speaks, speaking of how nothing grew, Genesis chapter 2, verse 5, in the land. The grass, the herbs could not grow. Because there was no rain, God had not caused it to rain, and he had not made man. And little verses down, he said, God made the garden in the east side of He made the garden, and they put man and said to him, Man, till the ground. What did he say? Man, manage the ground. Manage the eating. And then you eat from the fruit of what? Effective management. So Jesus effective management. You want to succeed? Be a good planner. Don't waste your time. Whatever is not properly planned will be properly wasted. That you are faith does not mean you close your eyes to plan it. Plan your career, plan your life, plan your relationship. Plan your eating habits. Plan your time daily. I told you about it so that when I came, some of my friends in the Lord, little ones in the Lord, they would come to me and say, Papa, uh, uh, I'm feeling their money, and uh, come and buy for us. I'm saying, No, come on and listen to me. I'll forgive them money. He said, You are going to be very busy. What do you do? He said, You are not helping their destiny. He said, If at this age, in university. They don't know how to plan the resources that are given them to cut their steps, their growth according to the future. That's why they will do it. Then you are destroying them. When they leave here, they will become wasters of resources. And God don't cut the resources to waste, to waste, to waste. What that you are calling is if you ask me for money to give. Like, go and bring me your structure. How much are they giving you? Your brain should teach you. If you are receiving 5,000 a week, now sit down and plan how much must I spend a day that we don't need to manage that 5,000 for seven days. Divide the 5,000 by seven, simply. And guess your time is about to spend a day. Are you following me? Say, Lord, I see grace. I have seen now tonight, Lord. Give me the grace to be a good drummer. Give me the grace to be a committed farmer. Any of you have anything in God? See that? Oh, the lesson was very sweet. Ah, it was 